0: Welcome back to episode 15 from the guys here at Max Penderecki. Been away for about six weeks. We've all been different parts of the globe, uh, sunning ourselves, spending lots of money, and uh, Dan trying to put on about 25 kilos, but failing in that. So, right, let's go straight into it and meet your starting presenters.
1: Ryan Slaughter, Birmingham City University, five foot four, and because I've been on holiday, um, God knows how much I weigh now. Uh,
2: Dan Hewitt, five foot ten, the U of Life, similar to uh, Ryan. I don't know how much I weigh, to be honest. I only put three pounds on an order, though,
0: so disappointing. Brian Water, six foot two, Harringay Libraries uh, Cricket Club, uh, four wickets last Sunday, so all good. Right then, gentlemen, since we last got together, which was uh, mid July, what have we been up to, Ryan?
1: Yeah, so I um, went through a bit of a quiet period and then suddenly exploded in the last seven days. So um, massive thanks, uh, mate, for bringing that stuff back from the national. Absolutely delighted with all that stuff. Um, and then, yeah, been just buy- I've done, yeah, I've done quite a few trades and a bit of buying. So um, uh, I got some Alex Barnes stuff in. So not quite sure he's going to make the 53 yet, but um, it's one to to. I thought I might stash him for the Titans prospects. Um, got Corey Davis redemption. I can't sign into my redemptions at the moment at Panini, which is really pissing me off. Um, just done another trade for Alex Barnes. That should come tomorrow. Another bits and pieces sold some stuff. So yeah, absolutely nothing. And then the last week has been a bit crazy.
0: Dan, what have you been up to? Um, I haven't bought, been buying
2: too much stuff uh, with being on holiday and what have you. I went to the, uh, I was over in the States. So I went and, and bought from the, from the card shops rather than rather than online just because I could really and Walmart loads of retail action. Um, breaks wise, I've had the Bengals in the last two breaks have entered, which is just a disgrace. Um, and so we usually say that the one team that always hit the two, I've had them in the ovens, um, which is sods law. Uh, Cheers to you as well from me for the stuff you brought me back from the National. Absolutely, yeah, superb load of stuff. Love all them uh, all
0: them older guys. That's about it, really. That's about it. Excellent stuff. So everyone's aware I, I uh, was over at the National uh, about three weeks ago now. Uh, amazing time over there. Picked up lots of stuff. Uh, spent quite a lot. Um, yeah, the Russell Wilson collection came on somewhat. I wasn't intended on buying so many Russell Wilson cards. But after a couple of days, I found uh, a couple of dealers who um, had Russell Wilson cards. Uh, one guy had some in his lockup. He was a Chicago guy. I said he'd bring some back. And they offered me decent prices. So, yeah. Uh, other than that, um, at the National again, I picked up some gold packs, the gold VIP packs, which um, the guys that go to the VIP party on Saturday night, they get given a box of those. They were selling them at the National for $20 a a uh, pack. Uh, I bought $200 worth of ten packs of that. Pulled out some of the lovely cracked eyes, purple cracked eyes. They're out of 99. Considered doing the the football players out of that set. I think there's about 27, 28 uh, football guys in that. Uh, but talking to the guys here, they said, "Well, you might as well try and do the whole set." And I've succeeded in doing that by scaring eBay for for about 10, 12 days. Some of them were quite expensive, but the cards are stunning. I ended up paying, it was about $265 for the Zion Cracked Ice, but those are still going now for $300 a time. Uh, yeah, that entire set, I don't think there's anyone that, well, probably one or two in the world out there. This would be one of the very few completed sets of that, and it's a 99-card set because the card 93, when it was released, it was TBA, no one knew who it was. And it turned out it was, uh, was it Darius Leonard, basketball player, and his card uh only some of the parallels are in there the base card and a couple of parallels uh the cracked ice isn't amongst them i've got it confirmed from panini themselves so that's quite good so a 99 card set that's what over in my juicy account and uh yeah so so that's what we've been up to so yeah a little quick recap about the national uh a lot of people are asking how it went over there spent entire five days over there uh quite an eventful journey out to get to chicago changed in new york and was offered two and a half thousand dollars in in delta gift card to fly the next morning but i stupidly turn that down <laughs> and got to my hotel at midnight but um yeah because uh, thanks to Rachel, who's the media guy at the national uh, got a media pass picked up on the wednesday about 10 o'clock in the morning the show opens for the sneak peek as such a 3.30, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. But because I had the media pass, I was allowed to go straight in on the Tuesday morning. So half 10, people are still setting up. I was wandering around watching all the dealers set up and the amount of dealer-to-dealer trading that was going on was, was phenomenal, something I wasn't really expecting. Uh, so, yeah, from there, just go on. It is incredible. It's something that I'd recommend anybody to do. You need to do it at least once in your lifetime. Uh, me and Dana confirmed for next year. We've got a nice hotel room booked. In atlantic sea well, or seven miles out in atlantic sea uh twin beds so none of this burton early stuff going on from sesame street but yeah when you go around the national um, i think i was quite well prepared I, i'd read all the blogs beforehand i'd watched so many videos on youtube about it that I, all the advice that people came out with i would would agree with. be take snacks with you know go with a list of what you want know your prices I was quite surprised that when people were going up to tables and you were seeing a card that you were interested in, uh, probably only, only half the guys had the price listed on the cards and, and half you had to ask for, they came out with the price. And guys were just openly to get their phone out and straight onto eBay for, for, for comps to see if they were getting a good deal or not. Uh, for a couple of days, I was like just walking away and getting my comp prices on cards I was interested in. But then, like everyone else, it was just, just openly, you can't not really it's just okay this is the price am i might get a good deal or not like i said i found some russell wilson cards there i think i was 23 bought those i got picked up some signed cleats as well and the good thing is with with the russell wilson cards uh being a, a serious collector I, I know the value mm-hmm. of them to start mm-hmm. with so i knew if i was getting a good deal or not and i i did get a good deal i think the most expensive card i bought there was the the tops the 1984 out of 100 Rookie Auto, that was, I think that the guy had it for $440, but I got it for 390 and put it in the Seahawks group that, that I'm a member of. And guys are there was saying, oh, I'll give you $700 for it now, but it's like, no, 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 I'm keeping that. So yeah, five days. I definitely say that you need to spend, if you're going there to the national, guys from over in, in the UK, if you're going, you'll be there for the whole week, but I know I've got a few American listeners. If you're going there, you need at least two or three days to make to make the trip worthwhile there's a few of us here from the uk gary and emily were there nice to meet up with them we spent like a couple of hours going around and go with them we all went our separate ways then we were just messaging each other with pictures of cards that we thought the other might like and you see it is such a big there's 10 aisles of of cards there probably it's probably like 700 vendors so you see a card on one aisle one store and you, you I think you try and go back to it you can't remember where it is it took two or three days to get kind of acclimatized to, to what was going on there there is something there for everyone it's you can go with fifty thousand dollars in your pocket or you can go with two hundred and fifty dollars in your pocket and you could still have a great time there you can go uh bargain hunting in the in the dollar boxes and stuff you find great stuff there uh, i found great fun in like the five dollar and ten dollar car boxes which i've got uh, Ryan and Dan stuff, quite a lot of stuff was in there. And they were cards that, in mad cases that were probably like $20 cards on eBay that you're picking up for $5 a time. Some really good stuff there. Um, tips for the national. There's always deals to be had with dealers. Always ask if they, they can move on stuff, but be, be polite about it. I see some guys extremely rude just going up and then just asking for a price. Dealer was saying, well, it's $300. They were just throwing the card down and walking away. So, no, no, get good relationships. I've I made some good relationships with three or four dealers that are out there, who I've got their emails. I've emailed a couple of them. There's one guy out in San Francisco who's a Seahawks fan, got a massive Russell Wilson collection. He's invited me to to go and have a look at the collection. He's he is a dealer when well, I'm out there uh, in November for the for the Seahawks game. So if I disappear, he's the uh, initial suspect. If I never come back. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there was so much. We met with so many people out there as well. I went out there with the full intention of getting some interviews. The first night, I sat down in the hotel room, and I did write a really long blog post about what was going on, what happened. It was all fresh in the mind. It just wouldn't upload to Facebook. It wouldn't save. So that kind of annoyed me. Uh, intended to get a couple of interviews, but just walking around. Met with Drew two or three times. But you see someone one day, and you don't see them for another two days. You just don't, don't bump into them at the Wi-Fi at the National, as well, it's atrocious. You can't. All the dealers there and the guys in the Breaks really Pavilion—they all say the same thing: the Wi-Fi is just shocking. It's not good enough. You send a message and it takes about forty-five minutes to go through. So when you're trying to meet up with someone, <clears throat> excuse me, it's next to impossible because oh, I'm over by I'm over by aisle seven fifty now. By the time it comes through, people are long gone. So, but it is meeting the people there. It does, it does make it as well. running into. I said, Drew from Podograph and a few other guys, guys from 60 Soldiers, met with the guys from Mojo, had a good chat with them, and quite a few other breakers there. It was nice to, like, kind of guys that you've, you've seen on YouTube, you, you follow them around, and you see them go, oh, I recognise that guy, recognise who he is, even baseball guys as well. So, so yeah, that was it. The National, definitely something that you, you should do. And, uh, yeah, can't wait for, for next year. We've got about, down to about 48 weeks now guys any questions about it before we move on
1: It was the best card you saw in the whole of the uh, national and you thought oh my god I'd love well to...
0: there was there was there was loads of, of the retro stuff there there's one guy um who seemed to have nothing but but graded uh, brady cards there as well i'd love to get myself a, a brady autograph but some of the price as well there was some one ones there which are absolutely outstanding i think i put on the on the UK traders page much been like, like a private message. There was, uh, was it the, the top fifty two baseball block there five hundred seventy five thousand dollars, and people were seriously like making offers on that sort of thing. So it's just the whole thing is just incredible. You see so much stuff there that that's to put down to one card. So with dealers as well, there you could always tell after a couple of days if a stall had fifteen twenty people around it, you knew. They were decent prices and people were making deals. But there is a there was a fair bit of dick waving going on. People were pricing their cards out. I think they were just there just to show off their collections. So but yeah, no, there are lots of Brady's there. One guy I had Brady one of ones and stuff like that, which was two thousand, three thousand dollars. Tempted, but I, I, I ended up spending I spent about three and a half thousand dollars on Russell Wilson cards alone. <laughs> but it is what it is, you know what I mean? I, I saved up for the year for it. It's not it wasn't put on plastic. It was all done cash money, homie. <laughs> so if you put it away over a year and then you, you know you're going to go there. I, I didn't really get involved in breaks the last five, six months. So it was uh, – and I came back very happy with what I've got. A lot of value. And obviously that's going to hold its value in my Russell Wilson collection yep, unless it was an Andrew Luck, <laughs> which we'll come on to shortly. Yes. Dan, any questions?
2: I've got a quick one soon as I'm coming next year. How comfy do my shoes need to be? Well,
0: as soon as you only wear your Abbey Casca's gazelles, apparently. No, <laughs> are fine. Everyone says you're on your feet and stuff. Yeah, you are. But if, if you're like a 35-stone fat kid in a cake shop, then you, you're going to have achy feet. But no, no, you're fine. As long as you – I wouldn't be wearing your stilettos, Dan, to be honest with you, or those big, thick, yeah, chum- boot Yeah, I'll save stuff. them for the Friday and something uh, no, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I, I wore trainers for a couple of days and I wore like, a pair of boots for a couple of days as well. Absolutely fine. You don't ache, you know what I mean? The only thing that aches is, is your shoulder, because take a backpack. You definitely need a backpack when you're going around with stuff. Uh, a couple of boxes to put your purchases in. But no, no, you'll be absolutely fine. If anyone's got any questions about attending next year, then there's, like I said, me and Dan are booked into a hotel about seven miles from the venue in Atlantic City, because it's right on the, on the oceanfront, so to speak. Hotels for a week anywhere near the convention centre, even like... A two-star crappy place where there's like probably blood up the walls. You're looking at like $1,500 for a week to stay there. We're staying about seven miles out, which is uh, about 11 minutes. Cause it's just one road that goes straight into Atlantic City Centre itself. I think ours is like £500 pound for, <clears throat> for the entire week. Looks a decent hotel. And there's a couple of other people we know already that are staying in the same hotel. So that'll all be fine and dandy. So, right, let's move on from the National and go on to hobby news. Uh, right, let's start with the the shock retirement of Andrew Luck uh, Saturday night. I think me and Dan were, were both on it. We were both surprisingly still awake watching crap and discussed it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, with Andrew Luck retiring, his card prices have taken a slight hit, shall we say. People that were investing, thinking Hall of Fame, he's going to get a couple of rings. Uh, just to take a look at his... His contender's rookie, which is always classed as the rookie card, so to speak. Ten days ago, <clears throat> excuse me, his PSA 10s, uh, contender's auto, was selling for $4,200, 4100 4, 4000 uh, In the last three days since he announced his retirement, you can pick up PSA 10s for uh, $1,000 or best offer and a couple have sold for $800. Now, if you'd have bought one two weeks ago for four thousand dollars, you might be feeling a little bit pissed off, guys. What do we think about what this has done to his card values? Then,
2: I, uh, I I mentioned it in the group group. Um, it's it's for me. It's the one thing that you need to be careful of. That we know there's you know in the, within the hobby there's a lot of uh, prospectors. There's a lot of people who are in, who are solely in the hobby to make money. Um my only argument with that is this sort of thing happens the the guy is 29 you would have thought even though the card was four grand you would have thought you were on a pretty safe bet that, that at some point that was going to go up he's got all the it got all the makings of like you say going on winning one Super Bowl two Super Bowls whatever going to the Hall of Fame after a long career body body ball, and then at 29 he retires I, you know it does it does make you think that it, is it ever really? You're so interlinked with what they do um, on the field and off the field and 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 stuff like that, injuries and what have you. Is it ever really worth <laughs> investing as a as a sort of way of of making money for me? It's kind of an even bigger put back onto the collect to collect, and then it doesn't matter, does it? You know, if you if you if you're collecting because you're a Colts fan and Andrew walks you 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 know your quarterback, then. All right, they've lost value, but you were never selling them anyway. So it, you know it's kind of neither in or there. You don't, you don't mind. That's that's the biggest thing that's that's come out of it for me. Obviously, you look at like what Patrick Mahomes is doing now with his card values. I mean, if he did the same in in seven years, say there's there's some sick people um, out there who've paid a lot of money for his for his cards at the minute. Um, you just never know what's going to happen, do you? No, right. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I suppose first first of all, about a bit about about actual the player itself. I mean, I think it's very sad that he's had to do it, but <clears throat> and I, I give him, you know, full respect for for making that decision. Um I think the the pity is we have probably been robbed of a a potential of a potential Hall of Fame quarterback. Um, there's no doubt that he was a once in sort of a generation or prospect coming out of college, the perfect quarterback um prospect. Um and I had a quick look at his stats because um, it, they can fool some people, I think. You know, 84th on the all-time list for for passing yards and 68th for touchdowns, 15th for, for quarterback rating. Um, but passing yards per game in his career, um, 275.2, which is only second on the all-time list. Um, he was, you know, he got basically robbed of early part of his career. Um, due to incredibly poor management by the Colts and poor drafting. I think they'd only had in his whole time, I think eight seasons, they've only drafted I think three players in the first three rounds um for his offensive line. The rest have made up of uh, free agents and, and, and later round guys. Um I, I had a quick look at his cards and stuff and I I, I sort of quick flick, th- back thirty five to forty percent decrease. Um in general um some but the one thing about uh, uh, that we had this before with with retirements boys and we've connected you know those like really 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 super nice cards those little oddities everybody starts flushing all their cards onto the market and there's <laughs> and if I was an Andrew Luck collector I'd be well happy because there's been some real little buttes. there's uh I saw it today there's a, a five star um auto which um was during when Chuck Pagano was going for his cancer treatment And it says... It's autographed, obviously, Andrew Luck. And then it says Chuck Strong. And that's a quality card. Do you know what I mean? A, it's five-star, which is beautiful. But those little oddity cards that people would have collected over the years, they just flooded the market to try and just dump them. And Dan's probably right. It's probably people prospecting on Andrew Luck because of the talent he was. But, you know... this is just part of the game. It happens. And if you've lumped in a lot of money, um, uh, early on prospecting on Andrew Luck, you probably thought your money was in, but these things happen. Um, I also would say that, um, this is why I have to pay close attention to the game. I mean, it was pretty obvious that he was in some serious trouble, the back end of last season. And also, um, even two seasons ago where, where he had commented on his, on his injuries had, impaired him mentally. So, i'm not surprised um i think it's quite sad because like i said i think he was an amazing talent but but his card prices have decreased i I agree with you brian i think i saw something like about a 500 dollars disparity between similar cards um uh, those contenders rookies so yep sad 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 thing but it's happened and um you know if you're andrew luck fan keep your cards Keep your cards because he, you know he was a quality, quality player for the Colts. So keep your cards if you're a collector. If you're a prospector, you need to dump that as quickly as possible because I think his cards will continue to go south and then just plateau.
0: Yeah, there's so, you no. Know, there was. I see some nice uh, momentum and like you said, five star and that. And yeah, as guys are aware, there's last week. I said I was going to take a little bit of a hiatus before contenders came out and prism and just replenished. the the money that I spent on the national and stuff. but then it is a, um, a booklet came up, Andrew Luck, Russell Wilson out of three and look at the comparisons, uh, triple threads booklet, 2015. So not the rookie years. And the three cards out of that, they've sold for about 300, $350. Now I was watching it. So i was just going to snipe last minute. I'm thinking I can probably pick that up. That's, that's static now with about four days to go. I think it's at $96. Now, I'm still going to whack a bit in for that. Um, probably this, this show's going to come out and it's going to tip off a load of other people that will be in there and snipe me. But uh, it won't go for $300 now. You know, I wouldn't think they'll go for $300. They'll probably go for like $150, $170. I'd, I'd be quite happy paying $200 for that card just because it's out of three and it's a Russell Wilson autograph. In fact, Lux on there as well. That's fine, but the patches on there are quite nice. And even Lux. Uh, 9.5 PSAs, you can get them for like 250 dollars on there, and there's some at auction which will probably go for a lot less. I'm actually tempted to get myself one, not to prospect, but it's like no, I'd like one because he's a, he was a decent quarterback. You know what I mean? Number one pick, and I think 250 dollars for a for one of his rookie autos is still a nice card to own. You know, I don't think. There's always a chance in 18 months' time he feels healed and fancies coming back. You never know. Probably a 10% chance of him doing that. But I think as time goes, 10-15 years' time, the prices will probably creep back up, not to the value they were at now. But if you're buying, a, if you're buying a nine five for say $300, I think in 10 years' time, you're looking at $400, $450 for that, perhaps because they won't, they'll be a bit more scarce. So long-term view, it probably holds value, but you're not going to be be making it over the next two, three years. It's very interesting as you guys said for prospecting um, it's just so 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 dodgy. You need to just get in and buy really, really low or someone that you know is definitely going to the Hall of Fame. That's why Brady cards cost so much because he's had the career and if he retired today his cards would still hold their value and will still go up. So anyway, let's move on. Uh, Second one. Ryan, what can you tell us? Yeah,
1: sure. Um, obviously, the college football season's kicked off at the weekend. Florida uh, beating Miami 24-20, um, despite the awful performance of Felipe Franks again. Uh, not them a Tennessee homer, uh, but he is still poor as a quarterback. But mainly, I think the story was that uh, Miami and how good their linebacker crew is. Um, ones to watch out for if you're um, if you're looking towards the draft next year particularly uh, quarterman and Pinckney, uh finley absolute quality um, also surprisingly it was quite a surprising result in the other game, in the Hawaii game, Arizona. Um, but coming up, we've got Thursday night, UCLA, Cincinnati, Utah, and uh, Brigham Young. Friday night, we've got Wisconsin versus South Florida, and Colorado versus State versus Colorado. And on Saturday night, Ole Miss versus Memphis. Dan's Duke versus Alabama, going to get absolute spanking. Uh, and then Oregon versus Auburn. Um, We've talked about it before. I'm not. I'm a massive college football fan, and I and you know uh, and all three of us love our college game. Um, but it's always interesting to have a quick look, particularly at the offensive players throughout the college season, and see who we might be prospecting for next year. So we'll keep a track of that throughout the season.
0: Excellent stuff, Dan. How do you think Duke are going to do this year? Uh, I never think we're going
2: to do very well. <laughs> we're not a football. We're not a football. College, are we? Um, I had an interesting conversation with with Ryan about this. I wasn't sure how it worked in terms of um, in terms of numbers and scholarships, numbers of scholarships and things um, split between the, the football and the hoops. Um, we looked at it, and they are they are completely separate. I don't. It's difficult why you couldn't be really good at both, uh, but you look across the, the college game as a whole, and it tends to be that you you better at one aspect of it, if you know what I mean, whether it's, I don't know, whether it's the, the amount of money they, they, they'll still spend on one one part of it or not, and at the end of the day, Duke isn't a football football college, it's a basketball college, so whilst I support them, I'd be happy with the 8-8 with eight and eight season, <laughs> same as my Giants, really.
0: Full on hope there, mate. How do you think to <laughs> do this year, Roland? Right?
1: Um, yeah, I did a little bit for college um, football collective. Um, I to be go nine and three this year, which was which is very much on the high end. But um, but I I, I think um, we're a lot better than people are giving us credit for.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Huskies man, so I think they'll have a decent season. I think next season will be probably their their pinnacle when all the all the recruits come to come to fruition that they've done. Uh Jacob Easton's finally won the, the starting job and his and his backup has decided to transfer out the next day. So. Yeah. But there's 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 a pipeline of quarterbacks coming through uh at, at Washington. 2021 got Sam Hewitt, Damon's son, who's already committed because obviously his dad went there, he's a bit local guy. And he's already ranked as, as the number one prospect in the entire nation. So it'd be interesting to see what happens over the next two, three, four years with the Huskies they've They've recruited really well from where they were <clears throat> excuse me, five, six years ago. Lots of good defensive players coming through, and offensively as well, That they're starting to recruit some, some good wide receivers. So, yes, yeah, it be interesting. Uh, it's great to have football back. So, that's on to our third point, and Dan, we'll talk more on that.
2: Yeah, so uh, college football back proper this Thursday, which is in a couple of days' time. Um, the NFL follows just a week later. Um, obviously, stoked for the, stoked for the college season because it's, because it's proper football. Um, been having to make do with Canadian football, which is just woeful. Um, but yeah, the, the NFL, the NFL kicks off proper a week, a week later. Um, as I've discussed, I haven't got any great hopes for uh, for my team at all. Despite, despite both quarterbacks looking reasonably good in pre-season. But, as we all know, it's just, it's just
0: pre-season, isn't it? And, um, yeah, looking forward to that kicking off. How do you think your uh your will do this year, Ryan?
1: Yeah, it's um it's been a really it's pre season and I, I cannot stand preseason. I think it's just just from the fact that people talk about it so much and what teams have done and what people have done. Um we're always awful in preseason, so it doesn't really have any marker at all. Um uh, nine and is it a nine, another a triple, going for the triple. A three P uh, of nine and seven. Um, I think we might just about get there. I think it's going to be a bit of a struggle. Um, I wouldn't surprise me if um, if if Mariota struggles um, and Tannehill comes in and uh, rescues our season to get us to nine and seven. But our defense is so underrated. I don't understand why people. <laughs> it was statistically ranked in the top five last year. We've improved. Um, it's just that offense. So um, I would say. Don't don't write us off. Really, don't write us off. Um, um, but but I have c- concerns over running back situation and the quarterback situation. Pretty important positions to have concerns about. Uh,
0: so Dan, what do you think the Giants' record will be this year? Uh, I, oh. <laughs>
2: I want to say I want to say eight and eight, but it's uh, mm. that's just way too optimistic. Um, I, I think if we win. Five or six times, I'm probably happy. Um, we've got the polar opposite to to Ryan in that we, we play really well in pre season and win all our games, um, and then we won't win another one now for like four to five weeks. So Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not massively optimistic at all. It's it's going to be. It still uh, feels like it's only just begun the building process. So we're, we, we, that'll probably be
0: continuing for another couple of years. Yet, yeah, i don't imagine. I think pre-season has been quite interesting this year that seems like nearly everyone has taken on the uh, on the Rams way of such of, of just not playing their starters at all or hardly at all and it's just been like the reserves in there no one wants to get any players injured uh, so the first couple of weeks of the season it's going to be some, some scrappy games I'd imagine
1: but, yeah.
0: yeah I mean even to the, the extent
1: and um, uh, you'll know Warren Sharp anyway Brian uh, we have to listen to the left Coast shot, and um, he put out a load of stats on people playing in an eleven and twelve man personnel formations when they don't normally do that at all. <laughs> so they're not even playing the formations they would normally play. It's quite literally like we're not giving anything away
0: at all. It's one big game of poker, isn't it? So it's it's all very vanilla, and it's it's nice to see Daniel Jones making some throws and stuff. But 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 come opening day, it's a bit, it's going to be completely different. From a Seahawks point of view, um, I think we'll be ten and six this year. I think we'll, we'll make a wild card again, but I think like the Huskies, we're, we're a year away. We're two or three players away from being uh, a Super Bowl caliber team, but then we're two or three players away from being a very middle of the road team. I don't think we'll ever be a bad team because we just got we draft too well and got too many players. I'm quite excited for our rookie class this year. So, so time will tell. Uh, we'll come back to that obviously as the season goes by. Let's move on now. Uh, since we've last got together, there's been uh, a plethora of products being released. Uh, eight of them, in fact. I'm not going to do a long spiel on, on, on all of them because some of them are quite poor and crap. But anyway, right then, let's kick it off with uh, Ryan's favourite product of Elements. Dan, what can you tell us about that? Yeah, so
2: Elements released on the nineteenth of July. Um, Hobby box currently fetching one hundred and twenty-five dollars. Looking at four cards per pack, one pack per box, 12 boxes per case. You're looking for two autographs, one of the metal autographs and a standard acetate autograph
0: and one relic card per box. Ryan, get your rent out of the way. Away you go.
1: No, look, you know, there's elements. I don't like elements as simple as that. They, well, first of all, they've made some changes um from 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 last year they, they they did drop the radioactive, which was probably one of the most pointless cards i 've ever seen in my life and disgusting um you know they've beefed up the fact that they've got metal cards um the rookie black signatures on metal i' have no issue at all I think they're actually they're really nice um I think the new neon sign signatures autos are disgusting i I really do and you and I brian we just dis- we discussed this um when it came out. It's a copycat. It's a copycat product of various different bits from various different others, whether it be from the Neo signs from Infinity or whether it be the bits of Pantheon or whatever it is, metal cards, done poorly. I don't like the product. I I don't have much more to say. It's not for me, um, but I am pleased that Panini have taken on a lot of the criticism, I think, generally um, from last year and have tried to improve the product, and I think that's a good thing. Dan, do
0: you like it any better this year? Um, it's
1: better. <laughs> it's it's better. I mean,
2: like Ryan says, they got rid of that awful card which had um, got some leftover luxe material going on on it with the on the on the border of it and what have you. Um, they've got rid of that. The metal cards are still nice. Um, the, the acetate cards, the neon signatures that um, Ryan's on about, I actually, I, I don't mind. If, you know, um, they're a bit neither in nor there. I can take them all, leave them. Um, I'm not convinced by the, the price point. Whilst it's come down and what Ryan said, you can get them for $109 a box for, for four cards. I, th- I feel like I'd want a better four cards. Um, it feels like a middle-of-the-road product. You know, if you were getting 10 cards in there, fair enough, I could uh, I could kind of get on board with that. But um, for four cards, it's still a bit much.
0: No, I on along with you guys. It's better than it was last year. still not a great product. Uh, the on-metal card autographs are quite nice i've picked up a a gary jennings one might not even make a roster the way things are going uh looked at a dk one as well they're quite expensive but i might try and pick one of those up as the season goes along but other than that wasn't anything i was interested in buying into for breaks or even for buying a box myself so yeah right second product is certified football dan what were the details on that one
2: this one came out on the 24th of july um, 112 dollars a box currently. Um, you get five cards per pack, ten packs per box, 24 boxes per case. On average, you're looking for one freshman fabric signature and one additional autograph, two relics, ten inserts, three parallels, and two rookies slash rookie
0: parallels. Okay, what do we think of that, Dan? You might as well kick that off.
2: Um, similar to similar to elements, really. I, I can take it or leave it. It's not. It's nothing that massively stands out and, and I really like it um, what I would say it, it does better than better than Elements is it, it gives you all them cards so you're getting for, for a comparable compar- excuse me comparable price points, you're getting 50 cards in that box so yes the majority of them are going to be bass and inserts and parallels but collecting the in- some nice insert sets It's that's that's part of part of the hobby you know it's not all about the it's not all about the hits and and, and what have you and I, and I, I quite like like doing that with other sets. So, um, if I was, out of the two, if I was picking one, I'd, I'd favour certified over, over elements.
0: What did you think of this year's certified, Ryan?
1: I mean, I said that certified last year, I said that it was one of those products I just drop I'd burn it all oh, on a bonfire. Um, and I still. <laughs> pretty much feel that way it does absolutely nothing for me and you can have all those inserts that you want um i'm going to talk about another product that actually has some nice inserts this doesn't even have that nice inserts i mean no i I just i just think it's boring it's just middle of the road junk wax to be quite frank um and uh, i'm not a fan (laughs) no
0: for me it's a meh product it's um i suppose for hobby shops out in the States where kids go and their allowance and stuff, you can buy packs for $5. Fair enough. And it's, it's got the new rookie class in there and a few of them in there in there, in there. It's the first rookie autos and such stickers and that. But, but no, no, exactly. It's one that I'm not really interested in. I haven't picked up any cards from that this year at all. So, right, let's move on to something a little bit higher end. Uh, majestic football. What are the details on that one? Um, Released on the
2: 31st of July, $270 a box, four cards per pack, two packs per box and six boxes per case. Look for four autographs, two relics,
0: one base and one parallel card. Excellent stuff. Ryan, what do you think of Majestic?
1: Yeah, I mean, they made a massive improvement, I think, this year, because they're actually having the rookies in NFL gear, including the swatches. Obviously, they're all event-worn rather than game-worn. Um, we've opened quite a few boxes in a group. Um, yeah, it's okay. It, it, it's okay. Um, I think that that improvement of having the rookies in NFL gear um, is good. The patches are usually pretty sweet, though, when they're college ones. Um, um so it's a bit of a shame that they've gone but it's all right i'm not i'm not too happy about the price point if i've got to be honest i think it's a little bit rich for what it is
0: i think the price point as well when it initially came out it was it was a lot higher i think if you can get it for like 265 270 now uh on release the first 10 days or so even the national that was going for 325 a box so dan you a fan I,
2: yeah I, I i like it more than uh more than the other two we've discussed um i'm not really a great box buyer so it wouldn't be one that majestic for me isn't one i'm just going to go and buy a box of but i'd much sooner watch a break of majestic than i'd, I'd watch the other two if you know what i mean there's some lovely looking cards that come out of there ryan touched on the patches some some of the patches in majestic are really nice really well thought out um and i, I quite like the, the the black the gray scale of it so yeah, that works that works for me. But like you say, probably a bit expensive for what it is, in fairness, even at the even at the reduced price of
0: two seventy. Yeah, Majestic, decent product. It's kind of out of the out of the, the black gold family. Uh, price point a bit too high. There are some nice cards in there. But again, not not one that I've I bought into. It's um something I'm holding fire on. Hopefully the prices come down of the single cards with mind a, a DK card out of there, but but until prices come down a little bit, then I'll be holding fire on that one. Next product we'll move on to is Immaculate Collegiate. What are the details on that one, please? So this one released on the 31st of July, as well as
2: Majestic. Um, $320 a box for this one. Product configuration is six cards per pack, one pack per box, five boxes per case. And on average, you're looking for five autographs or relics and one base slash base parallel.
0: Okay, Ryan, you're out. Collegiate expert, are you a fan? Yeah, it's IMAC, isn't it?
1: Um, how can you not be a fan of IMAC? Um <sighs> It, you know, we've talked about it so many times before. You know, they've got everything in it. You know, we've got chin straps in there, which the, those autos look great. Um, the bits of glove, you know, bits of the decal from helmets. You just get so much different, interesting stuff. And I know that a lot of people don't like collegiate product. They like only collect um, the NFL teams, which is why I can't get rid of my poxy uh, Jerry Rice <laughs> immaculate auto. Um, but uh, uh, look, the... It's a good product. Uh, it, it, um, but the thing, I think, with IMAC is, and it's probably going to be the same with all the high-end stuff, guys. Uh, we'll have kind a of debate about it probably on a later show. It's driven by how good the rookie class is. And if Kyler Murray at the moment is the chase until the season starts and a couple of these rookie running backs or wide receivers take off and if they take off, and that's the problem. So at the moment, it's not hyped up as much or it doesn't seem as good as it was last year when there were so many quarterbacks. Does that make sense? Um, so, so the, the the I'm not as hyped up about it this year, maybe as a product, or it's not really getting the hype as a product because um, we, we we've not got that glut. I suppose of first round quarterbacks that everybody's chasing, but it's IMAC. It's good quality. Yep, there's a few stickers in there. And we've we talked about that a million times, and get rid of those, and we'd be really really happy price point is high but it normally comes down and you can get really good deals on cases so um i expect to be breaking a bit of this over the next 12 months
0: dan what do you think about imac
2: yeah so i seem to have spent the whole show comparing uh, one review to another but like uh, going back to going back to majestic and comparing this to it just for an extra $50 Fifty dollars if I'm going to go and buy a box. Give me immaculate every day of the week. Over majestic. It's 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 such a it's a classic looking product. Um, it doesn't change year on year. Doesn't need to. It does it does what it does well with all the stuff Ryan's touched on. All the stuff they put in the cards and and what have you. I, I do get what Ryan's saying um, about the hype, the hype around it. And I think to be honest, I feel that way about every every new. Product this year until until the season starts, and we've got a few more players that people are chasing, and and what have you. Um, I'm getting sick of seeing Carla Murray autographs. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I said that's the only ones anybody's showing off. Nobody cares about anything else. Um, but yeah, it's it, immaculate, and it? it's a lovely thing. There's not there's not really a, a, a massive lot to say about it. Just yeah, I'd have I'd have a box of that
0: all day long. Yeah, I'd echo what you guys said. I think this is, we can just play our our review from last year and this. It's the the, the relics that come in this, like the the gloves, the helmets, bits and pieces like that. They're they're second to none when it comes to relic cards across the entire entire hobby for me. So, yeah, kept my eye on a couple of pieces, picked up one or two here and there. Beautiful product, price point high, as Ryan said, but, yeah, they did tend to come down. So kind of one if you guys should kind of hold fire on before you, you get into breaks. Right, let's move on to Donruss Football, what are the details on that, please?
2: Uh, this one released 7th of August. Um, current box price is $72 a box. 10 cards per pack, 18 packs per box, 18 boxes per case. You're looking for one autograph and one relic, 12 parallels, 42 inserts, 12 rookie and six rated
0: rookie cards. What do we think of this year's Donruss Football? Any improvements or from last year? Ryan? Um.
1: I think we had this big conversation last year, so um, but we'll probably get into it again. I mean, it's a great starter set. You know, this is one of those products where I'm quite happy to pay your 70-odd dollars for a box, you know, pick up a few packs here and there, because you know what? <clears throat> Outside the hits, there's some really, really great inserts. You know, we're talking about um, Downtown. You know, that's one of the, that was one of the best inserts of last year. Uh, Power Formulas, Action All, All Pros, the Gridiron Kings Studio Series... There's some really nice inserts here. If you're an insert collector or you want to collect something a bit interesting, um, get some bang for your buck, I think, with, certainly with the downtowns, um, really good. And um, so I think Domrus is, is a staple of term, in terms of the volume. Um, <clears throat> you know, We do love those massive breaks with uh, you know three cases of Domrus football that takes four hours to open. But uh, look, at the end of the day, I think that it is one of those products I'd love to be able to go buy a pack in a shop and this is, you know, it's so disappointing why we can't do that over here, but because there are lots of interesting things. This is the hits. I think are not amazing in Dom Russ, Um, but I think the inserts are great. So I just think as a starter product, it's a good product.
0: Tim, what's
2: your opinion, mate? Uh, couldn't agree more. With what, couldn't agree more with what Ryan said. To be honest, um, I I picked up a box while I was in the states. I went to the shop and I picked up. A, Loose packs, um, of Domino's on more than one occasion. Um, it's one for the it's one for the sort of the the hobby purist or or somebody who's just starting out. I would say, um, the people who are sort of stuck in the in the middle of that and just chasing the hits it isn't it isn't one for you. It's one to look at the nice inserts and. And things like that. They have done some interesting stuff with the with the canvas. So Gridiron Kings is on sort of a canvas card as we know. and um, they've started putting some of the rookies on a canvas card as well. Um, I think you can get rated rookies on canvas cards. Um, and I might have got one, I think, in the box I got. And that that's a it's a really nice card. It's something something different. You're oh. used to looking at rated rookies and then seeing that as a parallel. Um it's just it's just a really nice thing. And, you know, you open the pack, that's what that's what I'm, I'm looking for. I want to be interested in what I'm seeing. I don't want reams and reams of base and then just one auto kind of thing. So, yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan.
0: Yeah, going third, I'm just echoing what the other two previous guys have said. Yeah, it's, it's a decent starter level set. Nice inserts. Really big fan of the rated rookie sets. The rate rookie autos are a, are a nice little collection to go through. And price point, you, you do get good value for money with that. So that's a definite thumbs up from me mm-hmm. as well. Three more products, if we're not boring you guys too much already. Uh, Let's go with uh, Unparalleled Football. What are the details on this, please?
2: Um, Released on the 14th of August, $100 a box. Getting eight cards per pack, eight packs per box, 16 boxes per case. Looking for two autographs, one relic, and seven parallels that are numbered.
0: Excellent. I'll jump in first on Unparalleled. It's... It's all the parallels in there. It's probably too many for me. Um, the good thing about this product is that there's a lots of players in there that get their first autograph. Guys that have not had an autograph in the league, even veterans. This is where Unparalleled do give them an autograph in, in this one. Uh, I think I've entered one break for Unparalleled. That's because I was uh, at work working overnight, and I think Mojo had them on sale for $20 instead, or $23 instead of thirty-nine ninety-nine. Picked up the silks and I pulled out uh, a galactic insert, which apparently they're they're a a once-in-every-two-case hit with Gary Jennings. So, not a bad set, uh, but nothing I'll go out of my way to to pick up. Dan, what's your opinion, mate?
2: I'm a fan of Parallels, as I've just discussed uh, um, about Dan Ross. Unparalleled though is it's just parallels for parallels sake. Into it. <laughs> at the end of the day, you can't tell them apart. You can look at you know six or seven of them; they all look, they all look the same. They've all got this sort of shiny sort of design. Is 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 the parallel rods than just being a different colour or or whatever a completely different design? They all sort of design the same with sort of the holographic foil over the top being different. Um, yeah. I, I, other than other than the fact that that what you brought up, Brian, the the players that get autographs in this set that have never had an autograph before, which are, is a really nice touch, and I really like that. So you're getting rookie autos of vets that have been in the league four or five years. Other than that, I'm I'm
0: not really a fan of it, to be honest. Ryan, what's your uh, take on this one?
1: Yeah, I'm bored of unparalleled uh i'm just bored of it it's you like you you guys have pretty much said everything i I'm just bored of it as a product. I think they probably should drop it. The only thing that I think absolutely though, and I wanted to collect an insert for this year and I've just had a look at prices and it's not going to be this one um the star factor uh one per case um super short print uh die cuts are really stunning, like really really nice. go check them out um uh, just add a quick butchers. You've got Tom Brady with three days to go, about $157. So you're talking about people are going to be paying like 200 maybe 250 for one of these inserts. Which, uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, Baker Mayfield, they're coming up pretty, pretty pricey. So not the one that I probably should be collecting, but the, to go check it out. The star factor, Diker SSP case hit. They really, really look the nuts, but the rest of unparalleled, I'd really think it's time they dropped it. Um, I, I just I don't think it does anything for anybody anymore.
0: Well, there we go to our, our friends at Panini. I know you do listen, so, uh, drop unparalleled and bring something new out. Two more products. Uh, penultimate one is Origins Football what are the details on this one please Dan it's released
2: on the 21st of August it's $100 a box 7 cards per pack 1 pack per box 16 boxes a case I'm looking for 1 autograph and 1 jumbo patch autograph alongside 1 memorabilia card per box
0: excellent I'll jump in here first uh, Origins it's, it's a Marmite product um, don't like the product, but 15% love it. There are some great cards that come out there. The on-card autographs in the the, the silver ink and and the gold ink look really, really good. Some of the booklets come out as well, really good. The uh, rookie patch autos, because it's sticker autos, because they have to get the patches done after the rookie premiere event and stuff. They just don't. They look a bit trashy to me. And the double zeros. Now, this year, they've got probably about a third of the rookies are actually in their <clears throat> in their jersey number this year so that that's a bit of improvement i've been in two breaks picked up a dk on cover autograph happy with that picked up a, a rookie patch autograph with gary jennings interested in getting one of the booklets because i do like i'm a bit of a booklet fan even though most people in the hobby aren't um i don't mind it so uh, i i can see it is a rip-off of is it tops inception it's that's what it basically is it's that's all it is. That's same product. Um, there is a place for it in the market, and they have made improvements. Got to give Panini their, their credit for that. But, again, it's a love or hate thing. Ryan, what's your take on this one?
1: Yeah, I mean, I started to sort of wane away from Origins um, over the years, I think, the last couple of years since it's sort of, yeah, like you say, it's it's come back, really, because it's top's inception. Um I do, and they, the thing is, they do make this the odd improvements every year. And um, I was talking actually to Ben Sterry about this um, uh, uh, on the chat, on the Wax Pack chat. So I just can't stand the colour with loads of colour in the patches; it just doesn't look right to me. I think that the the autos, though, the white ink and gold ink, look absolutely stunning. So it's kind of really is a, a Marmite product, I think, um, or maybe a shit sandwich. You know what I mean? You, you get, uh, you know, you, get, you basically your pack is bookended uh, with two good cards and some shit in the middle. Um, so maybe, maybe there's a, a a way of 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 getting out of this, which is it, which is basically less focus in on some of those really nice autos and and drop some of the crappy mem stuff um, and maybe jazz up a little bit. Do something a little bit different. Maybe put some foil cards in there for for the base set. Also, they're always crazy prices when it comes out, and then it drops ridiculously. But uh, yeah.
0: Dan, what's your opinion on this
2: one? Um, you called it a market product. I uh, I've got so many graps with it. I just I just don't like it. The double zeros. I can't see past. I agree with you. They seem to have more players in numbers. However, we've got. Um, a rookie class with what maybe four quarterbacks that were drafting in the first round three four quarterbacks one of them's got numbers um, that's an issue the fact it's rookies only winds me up because you're cutting out how many teams is there? does anybody know off the top of their head that haven't got an autograph in this set
1: yeah, it was four or five was wasn't it It was ridiculous. That's, I mean, might be I, more than that. Yeah, I, fair, I, I was I, thinking seven or eight. I yeah, think. I totally forgot about that. That that is anyway gone, Dan, because that that yeah, is ridiculous. It's,
2: it's it's just a scandal. Like you know, it's going to be put in products as, as break. It's going to be used by breakers. Um, you know, even if you're thinking, oh, I'm in a massive break. If you put one of them seven or eight teams, there's X amount of products you can't even get a hit in. Particularly, it's it's just. I like the idea, the novelty factor of it only being rookies. But every team's got rookies. If you're going to do it. It can't just be the 40 rookies that go to um, the rookie premiere. It's got to be all of them. You know, <laughs> needs to have players from every team in a, in a in a box of cards for me. Otherwise, it's 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 not worth it's not worth doing. You can't you can't release boxes of cards that are only for certain teams. I think that's a scandal.
0: But yeah, with, with the with the forty rookies at the at the rookie premiere, I don't think Punini can really be blamed for not for inviting more guys along. There'll be different rookies in further products down the line, but the on card autos are the forty sort of stars that are gonna be headlining for them for the first two or three products. So can understand where you guys are coming from on that though. But there are some years when you're gonna have products with, with players from your team basically not in there. But Let's the only thing I will say is that they should release the checklist before the product comes out, not two days afterwards. Well, if you bought into a product, expect hoping to see some guys from your team in there, then you've been stitched up. If you release the checklist three four days before a product comes out, then you know your team's not going to be in there. And, and breakers were dropping prices on in half of teams because you've just got a few inserts in there. That's what needs to be done to make that an acceptable practice of not having players in there. Just, Just to say that whilst I, I, on one hand, agree that,
2: you, you know, it only includes the players that are at the Rick Premier, that's not Panini's fault. They've got no mither including redemptions in any other products that they release. So just release redemptions for the six teams that haven't got haven't got autographs in and get them to sign them later in the season. Yeah, yeah, could do, could do.
0: Problem so, solved. <laughs> the damn redemptions. That's <laughs> something that we're, we're, we're going to touch on again. Excellent stuff. Right, one more product to review, and that is uh, National Treasures Collegiate. what we'll the details on this one, please. Then
2: this one released on the twenty uh, first of August as well. Four hundred dollars a box. Eight cards per pack. One pack per box. Four boxes per case. You're looking for six autos or relics. One base card, and what's described as one additional
0: card. Excellent. Ryan, you're our collegiate man. What are your opinions on uh, MT?
1: Yeah, they keep getting better and better, I think, every year. Um, Again, you know, price point's always going to be an issue because it's high-end card, Mm -hmm. Um, but the reality is is that I think that the RPAs have got better this year. There's some real stunning um, patches. I think they've just slightly slightly redesigned it, and I think it looks a lot better. You've also got the issues generally provided by stickers because those players are signing them quite a long time ago. Um, um, Haven't pulled one with a smudge yet uh i think it was two years ago like every goddamn auto i was pulling out a smudge on it it was really pissing me off but i think the product has improved i think it's got a little bit better looks a little bit classier um so well done panini i think it, i think it's better than last year's product again it's about players obviously in terms of the market but i think that they've just made some slight design changes that have made it a little bit nicer dan what
2: do you think though? Like? um similar to immaculate you can't really knock it um you know the design of the card the, the things they put in them um my only gripe is is the, the fact that they've got stickers at the price point i think if you're making it 400 dollars, then it can't have stickers you can't just make it 400 because it's in a posh box <laughs> no I'll
0: go along with that it's it's a chip it's probably half the price of the the NFL NT when it comes out. But there are some good cards in there. Uh, I picked up a nice Miles Gaskin on card out of 25 Washington Huskies team logos last night on eBay for, I think, $9. So that was really, really good. Uh, nice product. Don't like the stickers, but it's not a product I buy into breaks for because of the price. But I will, will snipe a few Huskies cards as, as they come along. I do like the booklets as well. There's a really nice Miles Gaskin Rose Bowl booklet out, but that's if he'd been drafted by the Seahawks then I'd be sniffing around it but it's about $200 already so that's a big big no unfortunately right there's, there's 8 reviews hopefully we didn't bore you guys to death because we had such a long hiatus because we were all on holiday and spending money and putting weight on uh, the next couple of weeks we've got 3 products releasing Absolute Football is coming back Leaf Trinity always a nice staple product and Panini Black is coming back. Last came out in 2015. That's going to be an online-only release, though. So once those are out, we will uh, obviously be hot on the heels and uh, reviewing them for you guys. We're going to do Stash or Trash, one player and one player only from the entire NFC. I know last episode we did one from each division, but we're just going to do uh, one player because we've taken up so much time. Uh, let's start with Dan. Who are you going to stash, mate? I'm going to stash
2: Will Greer from the Carolina Panthers.
0: OK. My player to stash is Chris Carson, the Seahawks running back. Ryan, who's your player?
1: To stash Calvin Ridley, uh, Atlanta Falcons.
0: Right then. A couple of sentences on why you're stashing each player. Dan.
1: So, uh,
2: Will Greer, quarterback. Um, profit's gonna remain there. He's a backup for Cam Newton, who's starting there. Starting quarterbacks don't play preseason, barring a drive, two minutes here, two minutes there. Cam Newton's already injured himself in preseason. Um so hundred percent Will agree gets game time. Um and, and that should be good, good for his value as much he gets on the field as long as he doesn't do a Nathan Peterman, his his value should be uh, should be picking up. So that is that's why he's my stash.
0: Right, I'm going with Chris Carson. A bit of a homer pick, people will say, and and there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Um, The guy is is an absolute stud. This year, he's going to feature a lot more. Uh, I think he's on for like probably 1,500-yard combined yardage season, probably about 12, 13 touchdowns if he stays fit. I think he's going to be a big, big name amongst running backs this year. Um, His card value is quite low at the moment if you got in quite early and have his NT rainbow like I have, then it could be a good investment if he does come to fruition. So that's my, my stash, Ryan.
1: Yes. Calvin Ridley. Um, uh, look, the Falcons went out and drafted two quality offensive linemen to protect and make sure that Matt Ryan can stay there in the pocket. And who's he going to be throwing those bombs to? Well, Julio Jones obviously can get picked up. So it's going to be Calvin Ridley in the red zone. Um, I think he has all the traits to be, you know, a number one wide receiver. The fact that he's got another guy opposite him who's absolutely top quality, um, he can take advantage of that. Um, so I think uh, he'll, his cards will continue to, to raise in price.
0: Excellent stuff. Right, one player from the NFC we are going to trash. Dan, who is it? Saquon barkley from the New York Giants. Ryan, who's your player?
1: Jimmy Garoppolo.
0: Jimmy Garoppolo. I am going with Kyler Murray. So there we go. <laughs> ooh, ooh. I like it. Three
2: controversial ones. I like
0: it. <laughs> I like right it. then, I, right, I'll go first. Kyler Murray, because he is holding the entire hobby together at the moment, the new releases. Everyone is chasing his cards. His cards are going for ridiculous prices. And he needs to be twice what Baker Mayfield was last year for his prices to sustain. I'm not saying he's gonna be a dreadful player, but I think he's gonna be oh, average to slightly above average and, and nothing more than that. And the fact that the Cardinals are absolutely a horrible team and they will be for three or four years. His prices are gonna drop considerably so unless you got in very, very low and you hit him in breaks, people that are buying his autographs for thousand, fifteen hundred dollars a time now more money than sense so he's the player that I am trashing uh, Ryan yeah I think it's just a
1: huge season for Jimmy Garoppolo I, I'm, I, it hasn't done much really at all um, he's flashed and uh, yeah okay the injury last year that was just stupid it was him getting out of the pocket and getting it was unfortunate injury but he hasn't done that much and I just think that you know his, his cards every time he gets a, a new season his cards go up because you know Jimmy G starting for the 49ers and you know he's a pick machine uh, if you look at his stats he's an absolute pick machine so um, I just think that the uh, Jimmy G's just too hyped up I think his prices are too hyped up and I, you know I'd, I'd trash his
0: cards Dan why are you trashing your uh, saviour Saquon Barkley
2: I, um, at the end of the day his, cards, his card prices are ridiculously priced um, at the minute it's going to be a long gold season um, and it, it literally goes one of two ways he carries us all the way there and, and does it on his own which if he does um, could just kill him for the rest of his career anyway um, he's going to get no real help uh, at quarterback, I wouldn't have thought whichever quarterback we start is going to be an issue. So he's going to get run into the ground. I can't see him reproducing what he produced last year solely for the fact that we don't have anybody else to give it to. So it's pretty easy to pick him up. Um, yeah, I, I can't just can't see his, his card prices sustaining where they are. If if you, I collect him, so I'm not selling mine. But if if you've got one. I would say now I can only see it come the end of this season being at a lower point than they were at the start of it.
0: Interesting. A few guys that listen to the show, if you've got your players who you'd, you'd invest in or those people you would uh, stick in the dumpster fire, uh, drop us the line. You should all know our Twitter feed by now. We are at Waxmet Lyrical. Uh, our Facebook page as well. Come and have a view there and tell us what's going on. Right, that almost brings us to a close of episode 15. Just before we go, just want to put a quick shout out. should have done earlier on the National Review. Thanks to the guys at Panini, their customer service. We do give them uh, a lot of brick backs at times, and they are deserved. But the Panini customer service at the National, really good guys, came through big time, traded in some redemptions. Uh, they gave me a Panini black box uh, for my redemptions. And when I mentioned I was a Seahawks fan as well, they went at the back and they came out and gave me a Russell Wilson uh, black gold out of 10 a uh, 175 dollars card, great guys, and other people I've spoken to you at the national as well. Panini customer service there were really good, good bunch of guys. So, uh, thank you very much for that, right? Then, that is episode 15 done and dusted. We'll be back in a few weeks' time. Not such a long layoff, I would imagine. Until then, any final words, gentlemen?
1: Happy collecting, everybody. Thanks for Excellent. listening,
0: guys. No worries. <laughs> Right, we'll see you all online tomorrow where we're trying to get our contenders basketball first off the line box to, uh, to retire on. Until next time, it's been a pleasure. Uh, from myself, Brian, and the other two guys, Ryan and Dan, we'll see you again very soon.